Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Lions fans, it's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The Detroit Lions Podcast Post Game Show. Hey, hello, Lions fans. Welcome to the Detroit Lions Podcast. This is episode 426, the Victory Post Game Show. Let's effing go. I am your dashing host, Chris. With me is my good friend and equally dashing co host, maybe more so, Ash Thompson. How are you doing? Win. <laughs> I'm not going to complain about the moral loss on fourth and three at the end of the game. Mm, okay, okay. We don't okay. do moral victories. We don't do moral losses. This is a dub. Let's go. Okay, 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 okay. Um, that sounds good. I'm, I'm good with that. We got a lot to talk about today. We're going to talk about the game, of course. We're going to talk about, uh, we'll cover Coach Campbell's presser post game. We'll get that on live for you so you'll have that. Um, we're going to do a roundtable discussion. We take your calls like we always do. We'll take those calls after the presser, okay? After the press conference, we'll take yeah, your calls. We'll do all that a whole lot more. We got a great show lined up. Ash. Are you ready to go, my man? Let's get it home. <laughs> Let's kick this off and break it down. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I know what you so mean. who's got a six to one touchdown to interception ratio right now? Um <laughs> me. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's nice to see what a player like Jared Goff can do with a uh, set of receivers that can actually do stuff, even though sometimes the last couple of weeks they have chosen to uh, leave a little bit on the table as far as that goes. Uh, but yeah. you put enough talent around and the, the talent wins out eventually, right? Like that's the... For real. That's the idea behind this thing. For real. Uh, for the folks in uh, Slack, uh, go to the channel. It's hashtag Goff is the guy. Uh, boy, did Goff do it today. Looked really, really, really good. Um, really quick breakdown on the – I had a lot of reallys in there. Sorry, everyone. Um, we'll get a, a, a breakdown. I was going to throw a really in on purpose. Um, on the stats here, you got Goff with 256 yards, four touchdowns, quarterback rating just under 130, 129.2. Um Amon Ra, the, the leading rusher on the team. Amon Ra, the leading receiver on the team. I don't know if you know, if you've heard of him, but he may have been a decent pickup in the draft. Uh, sorry, Ash, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. What do you think about that? Uh, I think he would have been good if we'd picked him in the second, according to members <laughs> of our Slack. Yes, yes, yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Oh, yeah. Man. That's it's, great. Uh, it's nice to finally have a front office that's like getting some of those wins, 
You know what I mean? That we always saw, like the Patriots would just draft some random dude. And like, I loved Amon Ross St. Brown. There is writing on the internet, me saying that he should go in the second round of that draft. Yeah. Uh, but like someone like Rodrigo who played, like he didn't play every snap today, but he played most of them. You know what I mean? And he made an impact on the ones he did play. And, and it was a yeah, positive like one. Just getting that contribution from guys uh, or, or say a guy getting a late, interception in the end zone nobody'd heard of prior to last season you know like it's like this is a good group we got going man yeah yeah i i love this uh jameson hennessy how you doing brother in the chat they're developing their talent that's 100 percent true that's 100 percent true what we're seeing out of this um i'm loving seeing what the coaches are doing with these kids and, and how we're doing it uh i saw a really quick i want to do where's detroit state grounded lions fans washington won the second half but they lost the game you know, <laughs> if only you had to play a whole game of football to win. <laughs> um, uh, you know what? This is this is the opposite of what we always see. And at halftime, they adjusted and started playing off man coverage in soft zone. And the other team racked up a few meaningless drives against garbage. And then they tightened it up at the end because they were the better team. Yep. We have not seen this from the other side very often, but this is exactly what happened to us in week one of last year and, frankly, last week a little bit. You know, like that's the better team won today. This It, it wasn't a full 60 minutes of unreasonable levels of dominance, but guess what? The other team gets paid too. Yeah. The coaches get paid. The players get paid. Everyone is a professional out there. If you're asking Jeff Okuda to give up zero catches to Terry McLaurin, you are asking an unreasonable thing <laughs> of a person. That is not going to happen. The guy's going to get a couple. And according to my fantasy, he, he was held under 80 yards for the day. So, like, I don't know what you want. I like what I got. I like what I got. Um, I, I'm going to tell you really quick, a couple things. Uh, yeah, Hank Fraley Elite. I'm telling you guys, holy moly, <laughs> Hank Fraley and that offensive line. Did we hear about how this offensive line was going to have trouble before we knew Rags was out before we knew Jonah was out before we knew how. Be- oh yeah, that tough defense. Yeah, six ten guard. Yeah. <laughs> what? Dan the man skipper. Um, the folks in the Slack know I was talking about it. The 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 coaches thought that this was a game in which Dan Skipper was going to take the next step. Um, Ash, in your professional opinion, did Dan Skipper take the next step in this game? Uh, yeah, I, uh, the, to be frank, Stenberg was the problem if we were going to pick an interior offensive lineman who didn't have a great day today. And and that was in very limited spots, even like yeah. it was just a couple little mental errors where I, I think it's just that every once in a while he misses his assignment completely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like also at the beginning of the game, they were getting pressure on the, the, the lineman who had literally never played their position before by doing a bunch of stunts and blitzing from weird spots and, and doing the things that you should do as a defensive coordinator. And Jack Del Rio, if I recall, is still their defensive coordinator. And he's, you know, a very good defensive coordinator. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like, man, it just, uh, like, they, they tested our guys. And our guys had a rough first couple drives that other players carried them through. And then once they got their feet under them, they were good to go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um Let's really quick. Uh, Fraley needs a lifetime contract and a statue in front of Ford Field. You, you field, you nailed that, uh, Brandon. He, what a deal! Fraley is amazing. Dan Skipper, I got F and Skipper is a beast. Skipper's an elite guard. Um, Skipper could run Direct TV better than Direct TV could. <laughs> That's a different well, conversation. Like pretty much anybody could. Like, 
Oh, man. Um, yes, Cody Adams wasn't Dan Skipper the one of Hard Knocks that was cut 100%. He was the guy. He's the guy. That he, he was he's bald. And he's the second tallest guy in the NFL. And he he was he I mean, he looked like he was almost in tears. And he, he asked, is there anything else I can do? Is there anything I could have done? And 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 they're like, no, no, man, sorry. And they, they put him right back in the practice squad and they got him. But man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. I knew it. Yep. And he was such a great guy, too, in training camp. I had my son with me, signed a ball for him. Um, just a class act. I mean, he's the kind of guy he's got it all. He's, he's the kind of guy you want to win and who's gone out and he's got the heart and the soul and, and he's, he's fighting uphill. He's a favorite of a lot of people. So good news on that. I'll tell you what, uh, Dan Skipper out there rocking and rolling. Um, Jonah, I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a while. It's not just a finger. I mean, it's just a finger, yeah. but it's more than just a finger. Uh, more to come on that. You'll hear the story break, but he's going to be out for a bit. Just, just straight up. So Skipper being there is, is 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 really good news. I have a feeling we're going to see um, our guy Rags back on Wednesday. I know people are talking it's going to be longer. I I have a feeling he's going to be back Wednesday. So we'll see how that goes. But um, man, Stenberg is the one we got to fix. You know what I mean? Got played with a broken throat. If he can be on the field, he's going to be on the field. Yeah, he's incredible. All right, let's see. Um, really quick. Great story. Um, let's see. The power of hard knocks. When Ragnar was declared out, I thought F. When Skipper gets the call, I thought awesome. For sure. For sure. Um, Detroit versus everybody. Commode fans saw this as an easy win. Well, we flushed it, didn't we? Flushed that guy uh-huh. pretty hard. Um, really, really good stuff. Let's talk about um, DeAndre Swift. Holy cow. I don't even know what to say. I, yeah, like that. That touchdown, like that is some, like, it, it's one of those, like, you remember those old plays, like, and I, I, I hate comparing every good Lions running back to this, but like, you, you will know the specific play I'm talking about when I say Barry Sanders touchdown run against the Cowboys. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Where it's like everyone else on the field was like, well, that play is over and <laughs> no, whoop, 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 touchdown. <laughs> oh, man. You know, like nine, nine out of 10 players, a don't even get up from that. You know what I mean? They just yep. lay there, give themselves up. Someone comes up and taps them on the shoulder, and that's the play. You know what I mean? Yep. But to get up and then weave and bob your way through the entire defense for a touchdown, like the slack, there is about a three-minute difference between at what point certain people are getting plays and whatnot. Yep. And usually I'm kind of on the front at front edge of that, so that doesn't really matter to me. But today I was about 35, 40 seconds behind some people in there. Right. So right. they were like, square! <laughs> and I was like, okay, something's about to happen. This is historic. <laughs> and yeah, that's that's the best play of his career. Yeah. I would say in a, a career loaded with big plays, that's the one where I'm like, that's, that is the influence of Deuce Staley in a nutshell right there. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. Just the, uh, no, you're not done. Yep. Yeah, great play. Keep going. You know? We are uh, tracking right now very soon, very shortly. We will have the uh, post-game presser live with Dan Campbell. We'll cover that as well as part of the show. And then after that, we will take your calls. Uh, Evan Brown, an effing luxury to have. Yes. Uh, DeAndre Swift, you, you you nailed it, Ash. I was worried. I was worried about him with the injury, the, the ankle injury, right? Yep. There was a lot of talk about, hey, man, you got to play hurt. And I was like, this is one of those spots. This is one of those spots where – you know, you saw him, how he reacted. Everyone was worried about his reaction to Deuce's coaching in yep. in the um, in the in hard knocks. And then he reacted so masterfully. And then here it is. He's hurting. Right. Is how is he going to react to the injury? How is he going to play through the injury? Is he going to be able to? And sure as heck, he sure does. He nailed it. 
Um, love what I saw from Quish. <laughs> I was reading and, and sweetening this. Love what I saw from Swift. Um, I can tell you the the, the Vikings, as you said, uh, Brandon, are going to be a tough game. But DeAndre Swift out there is was great. Hutch, let's talk about Hutch a little bit in that ankle, playing all day on that ankle. You talk about a guy who you could tell he fell off as the injury got worse, but he was still a wrecking ball when he was out there. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Like that's and the heart from Hutch. You know what I mean? Like you, watching him try to walk between plays like you, most guys would not have been out there. And at the end, him being out there did cause enough havoc to kind of wreck that last drive. You know what I mean? In yep. terms of like they were not completing passes to very completable spots. Like there's a reason we're not all talking about what a terrible corner uh, Trevor Price is right now yep and it is probably not because trevor price went out and locked down terry mclaurin (laughs) you know what i mean like there was no chance to get to a second read for carson wentz because he went back out there you know and the other guys again when he couldn't quite finish the job like they stepped in you know what i mean like uh it, it was just incredible by our defensive line today yeah 100%. 100%. Uh, Dave Griffiths in the slack. Our offense was that good with two-fifths of our starters. Oh, here we go. We have the coach on the line right now. Let's open That up. game, which we felt was going to be critical this week. Uh, we needed special teams to make a play. I thought we did with Leaf, and I thought our coverages were good. And then, man, our offense, I thought, was steady and reliable. And when we needed it, man, we answered back when those guys made some plays. So uh, we did exactly what we needed to do. We were much more detailed and disciplined, and it showed up. It showed up. So uh, there's some guys I want to highlight. I thought Dan Skipper did it. Yeah. Did a hell of a job. He stepped in and uh, he's never played guard, and uh, he's been dying for this opportunity. And I thought he made the most of it. Evan Brown studied as they come. I thought Logan did some good things, and I thought Will Harris battled back there. So that's what we talk about, man. You can, you're not always going to have your guys, and so when you don't, we got to have our the next man up um, step up and and uh, help us out. And I thought they did that. Hey, listen, it just, uh, it feels good to win. That's what it does. It feels good to win because uh, there's a lot of hard work that's put in it across the board. And uh, I think the best thing about it is, man, our guys just, they, they trust in the system. They believe in what we're doing as coaches and the schemes, and they believe in how we're setting them up for success. And they believe in the plan, and they execute the plan. And, uh, and, and that's, listen, that's a credit to those guys, man. They never gave up. They never lost hope. They, and they, they won't ever. I mean, that's, that's how we assembled this team. So they know what we're capable of. Um, it's a step in the right direction, but that's one. That's one. Can you talk about St. Brown, what he particularly brings? Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's as steady as they come. I mean, he is steady as a rock now, and uh, you can you can always depend on what he's going to bring every day, not just on Sunday, but on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. He's been that way since he walked in the door as a rookie, and nothing has changed. He um, he expects a lot of himself and us as a team and that offense, and he's just he's reliable and uh, and he's a good athlete and he's explosive and he's strong and. Uh, you know, I mean, he does. There's so many things that everybody sees, uh, but then there's these things that that maybe you don't always see. And his blocks downfield, 
uh, him blocking the run game. I mean, he he's one of the old lineman's best friends. They love this guy because they know what he'll give to the run game. Um, but he's 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 a pit bull that plays receiver. Can you speak to Hutchinson and the, uh, the, the pass rushing? Yeah, listen, I thought all those guys up front – they did a good job. They were much better than last week because they were much more disciplined and they stayed true to what we were trying to do with the stunts. Wash did a hell of a job with them, but they were um, they were thorough and detailed with it. And 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 when you do that, that helps a guy like Hutch. It helps a guy like Charles. It helps a guy like Liam. It helps a guy like Jo. It helps. So it helps everybody up front. And uh, and we were disciplined to that, and it showed up. You highlighted your opening comments, but the offensive line. Oh, Jameson, I love you. Three, three guys, 425 yards, 36 points. What, what can you say about the performance from that, that trio on the inside? Listen, they battled. They battled. And uh, they're all smart guys. And they hung in there. And uh, they trusted where their help was at. They used it. You know, certainly our tackles help now, too. You know, Decker and Sewell was some of that. Some of those three techniques we drag out on. And uh, But those guys, they played as one unit. And that's what you have to be able to do when – when uh, you're down a few guys and but man they stepped up and just you know they did exactly what we asked them to do and I'd say this I thought Ben called a hell of a game I thought he called a hell of a game and gave us the best opportunity offensively to move the football be efficient and find a way to score points the lip sync is often on, on their feet, just so you know. We didn't need nonsense. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of what we talked about. You know, when you get in those moments, um, when you get in those moments, you, you need to have those guys got to make a play for you, and they did that. And all we can do is, it's our job to put them in the best position to make those plays when we need them, and uh, and their job is to make it. And they do that. They did that. And uh, now let me say this: that one long run, I don't. Cephas made a hell of a block now, and that was one of those you circle, say, "Hey, Q, this is your play." And he went in there. And, I mean, it was outstanding, man. Get a traveler. He blocks a traveler, and now we're off to the races. Saint does the rest. So. Everybody's got a hand in it, and uh, those guys, they did their job. They did what was asked of them. Yeah, the, uh, how pivotal of a play was it? Uh, I'll get you next, Will Joe. Go ahead. <laughs> Will Harris, the, the, to stunt their momentum that they had there. Huge. Huge. Listen, one of the big things we talked about and put another emphasis on, you know, you emphasize it, you emphasize it, and it's like, all right, we got to emphasize it a different way. It was about turnovers. And we got that. I mean, look, the the, the sack fumble essentially uh, in the end zone, that's, that's a turnover. I mean, and, you know, we get two out of it. And then Will Harris, yeah, they were getting a little momentum. And uh, to get that, I felt like kind of reset us a little bit, all right, and uh, gave, us a, gave us a chance to breathe. And, uh, and, it, and it proved to be a big play. It really did. And, look, I said going into this game, man, I wanted to do something. You know, I wanted us to – I wanted us – to be the team that forced somebody to make the critical error, and we did that. We did that on the extra point, you know. So, however you want to cut it, man, we made the plays that we had to to win this game. Of, of all the things you probably like about this game, it seemed like every time they seemed to challenge, every time it was getting close, you had a pretty quick, immediate response, including the same round and around. Um, is that were some of those calls by design? Like we've got to kill the momentum quickly. We can't run it three times. Straight ahead. It almost looked like it was this is a different Lions run. team in the Well, I up. think that it's if anything, it's I wouldn't say I would say you've got a you've got these set plays that you feel like are good drive starters, you know, and uh, um, 
you know, when you when you have a play like that, you're thinking, hey, man, this has got a good chance to be an explosive run. Now, you don't necessarily say, hey, well, this is going to go for what it did, but you do feel pretty good about the run. And so um, there again, I thought Ben did a good job of just getting us uh, reset and, and getting us back on track. But really at that point, it wasn't about like we're not. I mean, we're not in some four-minute mode. I mean, we're still playing football now. And uh, so we knew we needed to move the football. We needed to get first downs. When we get down there, we need to score and try to put this game away. So uh, we, we did that. What did you think of the performance of Jared? I thought he did. Man, when we needed it, he made some big throws. Made some real big throws. For real. Now, he missed some, but that's that's what comes with some <laughs> playing the position. But uh, he also made some big throws uh, in this game. So I thought he got us in the right play. And... Uh, I mean, when you put up the points that we put up, that means you're doing something right. And so he, he, he did a good job. Talk one more, guys. Play calling with Ben Johnson, but just the, the, the week of prep that goes into game planning, you got a lot of you know, coming out with different heavy, heavy looks. How, how important was his role in, I guess, planning this to, to, to execute? The coordinator's role is everything, offense and defense. And it all ties together with the way I see us needing to play the game as well. And, uh, and he did a outstanding job of just all right, knowing kind of where we were at. Let's make sure we get this old line comfortable. We knew Skip was going to be, you know, new in there. It'd be his first time, but we also knew he was going to battle. Uh, we could trust him. And so let's make sure that, um, you know, we get them steady and uh, let's not let Jared get hit early or anything. Let's just be smart and efficient with how we work. And we'll, we'll be selective on how we take our shots or when we take them. And, uh, and he called, I thought he just called a great game. I really did. Dan, please say something about Christensen. Just, I know you answered about the defensive line, but him specifically setting a record for three sacks as a rookie. What did you see from him? I know we've seen his motor before, but today specifically, his effort, his execution. Yeah, I, look, he played better than he did last week. You know, he was much more detailed with how he rushed and much more disciplined, kind of with really everybody. And so, so he did. He was better. But so was everybody around him, which helps him be better. That's really the best way to answer it. I mean, I'm not trying to pick a fighter. Three sacks is a lot, especially for a rookie. I mean, to me, that seems like a high level of excellence, not just better. Listen, I'm fired up, <laughs> Carlos. I am. I'm. Yes, I love it. Three sacks. I hope we get three more. He gives us three more next week. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. And I haven't seen the tape, but just for, just from what I saw out there and how everything was run and the stunts, and I thought he did a great job. I did. So I'm not like I'm down on him or something. I thought he did a great job, but I thought all those guys did too. They all funneled them to each other, you know. You talk, Swift was the first one just about the how's he yeah he just had the ankles you know he was a little bit sore but man that's on a sore sore ankle that was outstanding so did a great job he really did to fight through that because I know it didn't feel great and he knew he wasn't 100 but yet he 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 was saying always like I'm playing I'm playing I'm gonna play I can do it and uh and he, and he did it. And then Ragnar wasn't out there today, but is that the same tell that he did last year? How are you concerned for you? Yeah, no, I, it is, but we're not concerned. Um, maybe? We're not concerned. We, we feel like uh, the thing will heal up. We just got to give it a little time. I'm really curious about the, the decision to go with Skipper. You had a lot of different alternatives in there, including moving Sewell inside, as you talked about previously. Yeah. Why, why Dan didn't Yeah, well, because Dan's been here for two years now. And, Dan's uh, the Since man. we've been here. I know he's been here longer than that. But but he knows our offense in and out. He knows all the positions. Um, 
And, you know, look, this isn't the easiest offense to just walk right in and learn. You know, we got two new guards. Forbes has been here longer than, than uh, Coyote, but, um, but we just felt like Skip, man, has a real good understanding of it. And we, f- we felt like, even though he's never played guard in a game, we just feel like he was going to hold up, man. You know, we trust him. I trust him. And, and he's a battler. And he's not going to go in the tank if something happens. He'd fight. He knows how to work with those guys. Hell, um, <clears throat> Decker knows him well. You know, Evan's been with him. And so it just felt like it was the right thing to do. And, uh, man, he, he battled in there. Dan Skipper, a perfect example of a Hank Fraley guy. Woo, they just got him so he wasn't fighting in practice uh, this year. <laughs> that's, that's always the struggle you want to have. That's the difference between him and a guy like Terrell Crosby. Like Terrell Crosby, you got to poke him and be like, do something. Like, do something to make this team. Dan Skipper is trying to, like, bite you. He is, he is the kneecap biter. Yeah. You know what I mean? He is exactly the sort of human being that this entire coaching staff loves to have on the team. Like that's like, he wasn't, they weren't blowing smoke up his butt when they said there was literally nothing you could have done. This is a numbers game. You know what I mean? Yep. And then three interior O-line injuries later, he's playing a position. I guarantee nobody has ever asked Dan Skipper during a game because of that height to play guard before. Like there's just no conceivable way, (laughs) you know? And I will say one thing, like, it would have been a problem, like I'm just you know, like I love Matthew Stafford, but he is you know six one, and would have been staring at the middle of Dan Skipper's back <laughs> trying to throw it that way, <laughs> you know, like that's uh, it's, it's just one specific thing. Like it was made a lot more acceptable by the fact that Jared Goff is is a bit taller of a guy, you know Skip- what I mean, and has that delivery that goes overhand as opposed to some of the sidearm stuff and that kind of thing. So. Skip plays low. He plays lower than his than his height. <laughs> yeah, well, th- that is true. Actually, he does not fully extend that arm all the way up to get as much leverage as possible, but uh, <laughs> still manages to get a pretty ball most of the time. Damn straight. Not, all right, not like that one. Not like the the touchdown pass to Amon Ra, though. That they're the the duck. All right, we got a call. Caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink? Sweet. I'm Jeff. I'm from Grand Rapids, and I've had all of it. <laughs> not all. I've at least got one left here. How you doing, Jeff? <laughs> oh, okay. Thanks for leaving me all the coke all right, zero. So, uh, <laughs> Thanks for trying. Uh, no problem. Oh, <laughs> hey, my pleasure at Ash. My pleasure. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, hey, I've uh, been a member of the Patreon for longer than I can remember. Been eight months as a member of the YouTube channel. Like, subscribe, and share. Do your part. It's not a big deal. It's easy. Let's just do this thing. This is my guy, Jeff. All right. All right. I'll get you the so key anyway, in the uh, mail. <laughs> oh uh no chris tina says hello um tina! <laughs> and uh, and so okay so as you remember from the training camp party i i have a problem with being a lions fan forever in a day and like i had to nauseatingly explain who steve owen was to the guy who won the football but okay so this game and bear with me just a titch all right, so they went ahead twenty-two nothing at the at the at the half, and they came out. And even uh, Vilma said that um, you know they took their foot off the pedal. And I would have to agree with that. I disagree with you, Ash, that it was all part of the master plan. Um, I think that I think that they were doing something that we have seen seven thousand times in the past. The difference well, yeah, is what I said. this team totally <laughs> what? carry on. This team totally kicked it. This team totally kicked it. 
and they moved forward and they won the damn game. They did not quit. Nobody, nobody stopped. Everybody fought. And in the past, I felt that, you know, they would never be able to pull back from the conservative well that they went into. And that's really what I have to say. I think this was a marvelous, marvelous effort from the team. And I, I, I have, I have no bitches. Here's what I saw from the team. And, and I know ashes is in the starting blocks here with something, but, um, what I saw from the team that I loved was in in the second when things started going south early, the Lions of old for all the people, the SOL people out there, all the SOL, all the Uncle Eddie's that this team would have folded if they were the same old Lions. They would have just carried that momentum Absolutely. that broke and taken it right into the dirt and give it up. And you saw, you know, the city of Absolutely. Detroit with a massive outbreak of PTSD here. Uh, as the you know, as the, as the midway through the second, uh, the third quarter and the second half there, and uh, it was just like, no, this is a different team. And the um, the Amon Ra run, the God, I love that 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 um, whatever change of direction. Uh, <laughs> my brain is working, um, but no, I, I around. Thank you. I, yeah, but everybody's going to the right, and he takes it to the left. Everyone's going to the left. He takes it to the right, and I even flipped the order of the plays of the game. I love, I love the misdirection. Is the word I was looking for? The misdirection on that play. You know, he, absolutely. Yeah, I'm sorry absolutely. to cut you off there, yeah, Ash, but even when they went four, four, you know, four or five, uh, four and outs, I did not get freaked out about that yeah. uh, because I just saw a little bit something different. Yeah, no, absolutely. This is a team that was, that was, I mean, two out of five offensive linemen. Whew, this is what you love to see. Go ahead, Rash. I know I'm holding you up here. You've got a, you've got something you want to All say. All I said was that they started playing soft zone and off man. Like they didn't intend to forget how to tackle for one quarter of the game, <laughs> which is what they did and why they gave up 21 points. But that's the risk you run no, when you and, start playing a defense where all you have to do then is tackle them and limit their yardage when that's not what you do well, which to be blunt, that is not what this team does well. Keeping things in front of them and being safe is never going to be the right thing for this team to do. That's not what they're built for. It's not what they're good at. You know what I mean? Like and they made a mistake at halftime by completely you. switching. Like they took their foot off the gas. They took their boots off the neck. You know what I mean? And it, it was a terrible mistake. I totally agree with you, Ash, and that's that's yeah, the, that's on the, the same thing, page, brother. That, you know, in yeah, and you know, in, in times past, we would have never seen them coming back from that, and and we saw them coming back from that today, and that is the part that excites me. Yeah, yep. reach. Yep, yep. All right, Jeff, man, thank you, right. thank you for calling. I'm leaving you alone. All right, appreciate you, brother. All right, bye. All right, we'll see. You. Right. Bye. All right. Again, SOL is to be the team on the other end of this exact thing. Going like crazy. that's that's the same old lions you yeah. know what i mean absolutely absolutely hey caller what's your name how much have you had to drink hey dog you know who it is malcolm chaffinair from atlanta georgia how you doing malcolm can i tell you flounderish just there gave us is. a super chat and he said the same old lions would have lost 35 to 25 one field goal in garbage time you that's with because, me you with us that's because flounderish is a smart man we all know that uh he keeps it real. He gives it honest. He's going around the block like you and I have. And I'd be remiss if I didn't say hello to Mr. Ash, our favorite educator. Um, good to see your voice. Good to hear you. I love the beer, by the way, man. Um, I'm making dinner for the kids, man. So I'm going to be quick. We did have um, one triple Maker's Mark and Coke Zero over the course of the game, so I'm feeling good. Okay. Um, I just appreciate the adjustment. I remember, much like Flounder Richard does, as a budding Lions fan, watching them come out, 
see the other team make an adjustment at halftime after Lions got up big, and us just never being able to find our way. Us just never being able to get out of it the same way. My buddy texted me, man, what happened to the pass rush? I told him, hey, man, the commanders, they changed up the scheme. We got to find a way to, we got to find a way to unlock it. You know, on offense, the same thing happened. They started changing some things up in terms of how they were attacking us going deep because they were able to get that protection. And the guys just found a way to kind of continue to hang in there. The offense finally picked them up. But I just really appreciate what I'm seeing. You know, this is absolutely the kind of game we lose, um, even as late as last year. Yeah. Right. So, you know, seven wins is still kind of in my mind in terms of like, you know, what this team's ceiling is going to be. I will tell you, Chris, when I saw the entire starting interior offensive line without, and I know what I know about how solid Washington is on the defensive line, I was like, oh, this is a wrap. This is a wrap. And I'm only even going to be mad about it. I was like, you know what? It's okay. You're missing too many key guys. The strength of our team is the offensive line. It provides us with a really solid floor so we don't fall too far from, from where we want to be. And to see them sort of like, just fight through it and continue to make it work. I'm like, man, that is what I want to see. That gives me hope for where we're going to go in the next year or two. So, man, I'm, you know, I'm happy. I'm hopeful that we'll have a few more of these coming our way. And the last thing I want to say, man, before I let y'all jump back in, there's only 99 likes in the likes on the on this on this video. There are 331 people in my live chat right now. Chris, Ash, Sandman, Riz, Case, those guys bust their ass for us multiple times a week multiple times a week providing a community for us the least y'all motherfuckers could do is smash the mic button i'm gonna holler at you because i love you bro. all right love you too brother thank you for that all right not sure well, i deserve so- any part of that but yeah. thanks man that's that's a nice thing to hear somebody say he's so good all right yep. the calls keep coming i don't even mind that he was the guy who was calling me out on the air last year about how much Ooh. golf sucked <laughs> <laughs> Hey, caller, how you doing? What's your name? How much you need to drink? And if you can, turn down the volume in the background while we keep rocking. We yeah, got, yeah. I can't believe I actually got to have him. Name's uh, Kurt. Uh, I have not had anything to drink yet. Uh, first time caller, but long time listener. Love you guys. Love listening to you guys each week. Uh, man, this game. <laughs> Everything we wanted it to be, man. Uh, getting to watch Hutchinson get those sacks. Watching Swift get those runs and that, that amazing touchdown play that did not go how I expected it to. And my man, Amon Ra, mm. makes me feel really good about buying his jersey and putting him on my fantasy team because he did great today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I got nothing but good things to say, man. This is the third, the, third, the third quarter was hard to watch, but, man, I am just so hyped after this game. It was, it was everything I believe they could be after that Eagles game, even though, you know, we lost a close one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that they sent Dan Skipper to the podium first. I should have stuck around. Um, dang it. I love Dan. <laughs> love Dan. More, yeah. more, more from Dan. Um, we got to, and, and really quick, and, and I don't mean to, to step on your caller because I, I, I'm with you 100% of the way. I do have to say, um, Malcolm, the last caller, said something about all the content we put out. Uh, we have an announcement. This week's show is going to be on Tuesday with Riz. We're going to have a special guest, very special guest. You may, may, I'm, I'm certain you've seen him before, I've heard of him. Um, we got some a ton of new content coming to the uh, to the channel this uh, starting uh, this week and uh, rocking through the season and beyond. We've got a really really great contributor joining us, and um, I'm really stoked. I'm really stoked. We're gonna have very very close to daily content for you guys now. It's uh, yeah, it's gonna be sweet. All right, more to come on that. More to come. Sorry, caller, you just became. Oh, did we lose him? No, no, he's there. All right, you just became a great opportunity no jumping off point for that one. <laughs> I used you. I apologize. <laughs> 
No, you're totally fine. I get it, man. I, I love, I love it. Love to hear that you get, get coming out more stuff. Uh, man, yeah, I, I don't know if I have much more to say. That was just, man, that was so much fun to watch. I hope we get to see Hutch get more sacks like that. That was so nice to watch today. Oh God, yeah. Um, there was some, there was some, there was some, you know, passes between Goff and Hawkinson that you know definitely weren't encouraging to see, but they pulled it together in the fourth quarter, and it was, you know, man. Yeah, you I know, what, definitely about it, man. I love it. Hit that guy took though, like yeah, like, say that like Ash, he got drilled in the spine with a helmet in the first quarter. Like, yeah. I think that probably has a lot yeah. to do with the rest of the way he played today. Like, because he, when he was going for blocks, he wasn't being as physical as he, even as he usually is. Which, like, we're not. I'm not even going to talk about his whole career. How much very disappointed I've been after watching him block in college. How not particularly great he's been at that. But like this game in particular, even for him, he was, I'm going to say timid when he was going in for blocks and he just didn't seem to have the same smooth motion that he usually does when he was out running patterns. So I kind of wonder if we're going to see him show up on the injured list this week or, yeah. or something because it uh, just it did, did not look good. Yeah, and it was it was it was not just a, a a shot in the spine. He got hit up in the chest at the same time, and um, it was he just got smashed between two players. That I thought he was going to be down and stay down after that hit. So, um, Ash, you you and I were seeing the same thing. I the the drops. I don't want and and the incompletions. We'll say I don't know how much of that was based on that hit and the the potential pain he was in, but um, we'll see. We'll hear we'll hear this week. And and he made some pretty big plays in the fourth quarter. That um, you know, he's he's got it. He's 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 there. He's another guy that's like a lot like Swift. Interestingly, Swift, you knew he had the talent, you knew he could do it, but he just wasn't delivering. And it's it's finding what's the trigger. I think what's the trigger to get that to get that delivery out of him. And I think I think we'll see that from Hawk this year. I think they'll pull it out of him. Yep. And I mean, like, it's not like he's statistically playing badly for a tight end. You know what I mean? Like so many people have just such an unrealistic expectation of who he is and what he can be just because he got drafted way too high. Like that's, that's not his fault. Like if he's a, if he's a seven to 800 yard receiver pace guy, that's a top five tight end in the NFL. Like that's, you know, and that's, that's what he is on a 16, 17 game schedule. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's where he's going to end up this year and every year for the rest of his career. He's just not one of those top, 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 top tier guys, which is fine. Like, don't pay him 20 million. Don't give him the Waller contract if he's not giving you the Waller numbers. But like, he's, it's not like he's actually playing badly. Right. Right. And that's, that's the thing. He's not quotes drops that he has. Like they're not hitting him in stride in the chest and he's just not catching them. It's not Pettigrew. It's not Ebron. The announcers gave him credit for. He literally, was in the air, had to spin 180 degrees and throw his arms out behind him to try to get them on the ball. (laughs) It was, it was a bad throw, which Goff had a lot of in the first half, even as someone who has been pushed to the front of this fandom as the guy who likes Jared Goff, (laughs) you know, I will freely admit that that there were a bunch of throws in the first half where I was like, what was that? Ugh, who are we getting today? And I definitely want but to clarify like, in the too, second, yeah, like Hawkinson was not the that, last. I was on after. fire. <laughs> <laughs> go, go ahead, caller. Sorry. Okay, sorry to, yeah, sorry to talk. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, yeah, I, was, I want to clarify too. Like, yeah, Hawkinson of the of the golf Hawkinson connection was not even the one I was, you know, more worried about in those interactions because a lot of those were, yeah, not really well placed. And so, 
um, I was definitely, you know, not feeling great about golf in the, you know, in the, in the early on, but you know, like I said, they, they, they did what they had to, to keep the game. Like it never got, it never got, you know, like super close to the point where we're biting our nails, watching the field, you know, so I give them a ton of credit for even when the defense was struggling that the offense, you know, kept it together. So really loved everything I was seeing. And the last thing I'll say, I'll let you guys go, but, um, man, I did not expect us to shut them, their offense down in the first half like that. That was that great. Was, that blew me away. That was amazing to watch. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, they got a lot of good receivers that did nothing. That's what won half. us the game. Low key. That first half. It's what let the, the, uh, the offense do its thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was, it was shutting them down because we got to run our offense our way because there was no pressure of, uh, of, uh, of, uh, commodes lead over us, you know, pressuring us into doing something. And, you know, with that, without, mm-hmm. without J, JMO, that, that offense running like that with two fifths of the line again, for, uh, Hank Fraley is I, I absolutely the uh, the MVP of this game to to pull those guys together that line together uh, with only two starters. God, it's incredible! It's incredible. Yeah, Big West beat me to it in the chat. The uh, the receiver I'm actually worried about is Chark, and even that, like he's two games back from a season killing injury. You know what I mean? Like yep. it's it's understandable that he's not lighting the world on fire in the early bit of this season, but you got to kind of wonder. Like if he doesn't start doing something soon, that's like it's not going to be Reynolds who loses snaps. You know what I mean? Because that guy's getting it done constantly. So when JMO comes back, right now, Chark's on the ball. He's him in, but he catches that deep ball today. Like a healthy Jamison Williams, absolutely one hundred percent catches that gorgeous Jared Goff deep ball, where where Chark just took one tiny little stutter step and it hit the ground, you know, like that's on a, on a pass that long. That's, that's the difference between success and touch or like failure and touchdown is just that hesitation, not believing the guy's going to get the ball out there because it's like, he doesn't have a cannon, but when he throws a deep ball, it is one of the most beautiful looking things in the NFL is a Jared Goff well-placed deep ball. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, it's like it's floating on a cloud when it gets to the receiver's hands. All right. Caller really quick. What's your name? How much have you had to drink? You know, I only drink water. This is Q from Fresh Life. What up, though? Q, how you doing? Good, man. Just left the game, you know. Yeah. And actually, Ash, it was me that disagreed on Jared Goff saying Jared, you saying Jared Goff sucks. So I want to continue that this year <laughs> because maybe this is a hot take, but going to the games, yes, he did make a good throw to Chark, and Chark's got to catch that. But he also missed Chark at the end of the game where Chark was wide open. He had the defender by, like, three steps. So – I feel like a lot of these quote-unquote drops are also just golf making bad throws. He almost got Hawkinson killed early in the game. Like, that was golf's fault. That was an Andy Dalton or uh, Andy Dalton to A.J. Green or um, Matt Ryan to Julio Jones murder ball. So, I just think – I think golf has got to be better. He played fine. He's fine. But I don't – I don't know. He just misses too many throws for me. Like, that game could have been in a bag if he had hit Chark on that second throw. Now, if Chark drops it, Chark drops it. But too many times, it's just the ball is not accurate. And this, it was the same thing last week. So, I don't know. Here's a question. Here's something that just came up in the chat. Goff, the first Lions quarterback since 1952 to lead this team to score 35-plus in three straight games. <laughs> um, that's including, <laughs> let's not forget, the uh, 
the Matthew let's Stafford error. Okay, let's let's just let's just back up a little bit on the golf praise. Hold on, hold like, on, hold on. I just, I'm, I'm, I just, I'm fairly sarcastic when I'm saying that golf is great. You know what I mean? Like, let's, let's, let's hold the phone let's here. He's going to have some good games. He's going to have some bad games. He's had three of thirty-five <laughs> you know? points, and people were all talking. Ah, it's garbage time last time. Thirty-six points today. I didn't see any garbage time out there. I didn't oh, see Washington let up at all. Second. And uh, there were no shortage of people calling me out for me talking about golf last year. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> Just awesome. throwing that out there. <laughs> golf is going to end the Lane curse, the Bobby Lane curse. Can we? Can we believe that? Come on, Q. Oh, that would be delicious. My my favorite timeline is would, that yeah. next year they beat the Rams in the NFC Championship on the way to the Super Bowl. <laughs> what do you got, Q? All right. I'm with it. Like, no, I want to win. So I don't care who the quarterback is. I want to win. If golf could be the quarterback, let's, let's, let's do it. But if golf is not more active, like that game did not have to be that close. Right. It just didn't. Like, I, I know we were just like, cause they didn't even have a first down to like late in the second quarter. So I knew that wasn't going to continue all game, but the game didn't have to be that close. And there's too many times where, we stall out on drives because he's just not accurate enough. He's just throwing balls into the dirt or throwing balls above receivers' heads. So, yeah, I don't know. You know, I give him credit for for the win. My bad. Go ahead. No, no. I was going to say it, it, this is Steve in the chat. He said it perfect. I hope we bitch about golf after multiple victories. <laughs> I'd like to oh, bitch like this about eleven times this year. <laughs> oh. <laughs> This is first world problems right now for sure. But I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying though. He was not but, perfect. No, but I don't think we need him to be yeah. perfect for this to be a good team this year. Last year we did. Like if he wasn't perfect, they were just gonna lose the game. And I think he showed he is not the guy you want to have in that situation. You know what I mean? He is he's not the Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. He's not the, the Josh Allen. Yeah. Like we we know this. Nobody at this point should be yeah. even thinking that there's the outside possibility he might be because he's just not. You know what I mean? But like good starting quarterback, I think that is an attainable level of play for Jared Goff. Just not great. Yeah, he's he's fine. He's fine. I'm I'm with it. But like they, like you're right though. Things like that swift touchdown where he fell, got back up, juked everybody. We wouldn't that wouldn't have happened last year. So right. I, I think we're on the right track. It just it'll be it'll it'll be interesting to see what happens next week because. That's probably the best. Like, the Eagles are fine. I, I thought they were just a bad matchup for us. Yeah. But yeah. I'm interested to see how we do against Minnesota. Mm. One that matters. That's that. Yeah, that'll, that'll be really interesting. I'm just going to say about golf. Go, golf. Geez, what is happening to me? Oh, you're doing about it. About golf is um, <laughs> just, just watch. Irritating thing in Lions media. I, I and now, now, now my now, guys here are doing it. Now I doubled it down. <laughs> um, watching San Fran in Seattle, man. Um, San Fran's got Trey Lance in an air cast. And they're back with Jimmy G, Jimmy G, the guy that told him to suck these nuts. And uh, he's throwing the ball for him. Um, that's that's a that's a tough row for them. You know, he it's, if, uh, if, it's if I'm him, they have their best quarterback on the field right now. Yeah, if I'm him, I, I want to talk about renegotiating well, that, that that contract again. <laughs> yeah, I hope he has some playing time incentives built into his renegotiated contract. Yeah. Because uh, this has always been the most uh, likely timeline. Honestly, like I, I hated that pick when they made it. And uh, I think he's the reason we had to listen to um, Willis at two talk this year is yeah. just because the 49ers messed that up and took Trey Lance last year. Uh, yep. Yep. That's, that's okay. So been Q, my take on that the whole time. Yep. Anyway, I will see you at the Seattle game. I'm, I'm going to be there. I'm, I've got, I've got, a, I've got about five games this year and I'm going to be looking for you at all. All right, brother. I'm not, 
I'm, I'm going to have to miss the Seattle game because I have to go to like, I have to go to Seattle for work like the day before. I, it's going to be too much. Fly with but the team. I will be in Dallas. Okay. 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 You know, I, you know I call, I call Sheila. She didn't answer last time. We'll see. You know, it's hit or miss, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be in Dallas though. So let me know. All right, bro. Be good. Q. We'll talk to you. Okay. All right. All right. We'll see you, man. All right. Thanks y'all. Thank you. All right. Q. Always the best dress man, dress man in uh, Ford Field. I'll tell you straight up, he has got it together. All right, give a call. Feel free to give us a call. We'll t- oh, another call right here. You guys are right All on right. it. All right. All right. Caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink so far? Hey, my name's Lucas. I'm actually had a couple of rum and cokes, but only because I had a wedding to be at today, so I had to miss the game. Who does other that? Than following it online. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Would bro. You like a description Although, of the game. <laughs> The super, well, the side of me is trying to figure out <laughs> the superstitious side of me is trying to figure out how to get them to throw a wedding every Sunday. <laughs> Lines uh, one when I wasn't watching, but uh, yeah, I so you know I was following the score and like I saw you know twenty two nothing for a while, I was feeling pretty good, and then saw the commander starting to crawl back a bit. And I'll have to go watch what happened there, but I just want to say I just feel a huge sense of relief that they got a win out of the way. And I'm wondering if you guys think the team feels that, or do you, because like how they started last year, like I really didn't want them to start losing multiple games in a row to start, because they're going to start yeah. losing the goodwill. Yeah. If, if it was the same. And I wonder, I wonder if you guys think the team feels that, or do you think that's something they even really think about? I think Dan Campbell's shtick only works if you start winning games. Because at a certain point, this guy is basically selling you that the process is the right process and you are going to see the results if you just stick with the plan. You know what I mean? That That is what he has sold these guys and they have 100% to a man bought into that. But if you started the year, say 0-6, that rings hollow super fast to players and fans. Like, to be honest, I, don't, I wouldn't want to hear that either. You know what I mean? Like, if they dropped this game today and then he came out and he was like, man, we're just one play away, I'd be like, shut the F up. Nobody cares. And it's game two. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, I, mean, that, like, yeah, I that want this to be successful sense. so badly. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, like, I just, I, 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 I need it. I need it in my heart to be successful. But, like, it just, yeah. All right. What, what was that caller? Yeah, I can. I was going to say, I, I completely agree with why he's successful because I, I really like Dan Campbell. It feels like, I don't know, it feels like it's, we found a coach that cares. Like Caldwell was, you know, he was the best Lions coach we've had. I get that. But he was so mellow. It just, it, like, it never felt like there was any care there. Yep. And then we had, you know, Patricia, and we don't need to, he's an OC now, and we see how that's going. But, um, although I think they won today. But any, anyway. Um, no, but, you, but, but yeah, what, like we finally have a coach that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say what Ash said about the shtick only works when you win. That's true all the way back for to Jim Schwartz. It's it's and, and that's just the Lions made for any, any team. Uh, with Patricia, it would have worked if we won. And I mean, it's the same as like the Belichick thing. Any coach's stick, no matter what it is, is as long as you win, it's good, right? Until until you lose. And then, you know, winning coaches get fired, too, after after they've, they've you know, you know, nine and seven isn't good enough or even better. Right. So, um, yeah, but, that's all I was going to say. Man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I Caldwell, Caldwell got let go. Yeah. Caldwell got let go. He was winning coach. And like, 
I personally agreed with that. I didn't think he was going to get this over. It, it is just a shame that Patricia was the next one up. Um, I, I mean, could you imagine if it was potentially like a Dan Campbell type coach that came in after Caldwell and got this team piped up and ready to go? I mean, I feel like it's, he's so different, but I'm, I'm happy that Campbell, I really hope they make this work. And I think today's game, like I said, I haven't watched it yet, but it does seem like they were able to seal it out. It didn't get so close that they were like complete nail biter. So I, I am, I'm glad to see that and I'll, I'll let you guys go. All right, brother. Hey, I appreciate you calling in, man. All right. My guy at a wedding life, yeah. wedding life on, on football Sunday. I'm, I'm feeling bad for him. All right. Hey, caller, what's oh, your name? Friends, no, I wouldn't go. Hey, caller, what's your name? How much do you to drink? What's going on? It's Mo from the Creek. How y'all doing? Mo from the Ooh. Creek, my weekly dose. How you doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> All good. It's always good to talk to my uh, cheers to the Lions Nation. All right. On a <laughs> mag- mag- magnificent win. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is this is a this is a different kind of conversation. We haven't had too many like these, Mo. This is a good day. This is a really right. good day. <laughs> right. And you know, the funny thing is in years past, we would look at players like um, Hutch, Amon, or uh, Rodrigo, and we would say, man, if we just had them players, if we just had, but these guys are actually on our team. <laughs> and I think we have a chance. <laughs> I, I love what I see on our team. I, I wanna, can, I, can I point to something that's a play that didn't get talked about yet? It was a shot on Price after the uh, – Mm-hmm. The interception, he's on his knee and he takes a shot in the back of the head and there was no call. And that's, I mean, Ash right. and I were just touching about on that beforehand and then how that's like, that's something the players union should go after. That's the kind of thing that gets somebody, you right. know, uh, like a suspension or something. And there wasn't even a flag and it goes back. And I know, I know Ash is going to agree with me because, you know, the way the law is, it should just be enforced or whatever. But the ejection of Tracy Walker last week was bullshit because so many times this kind of call doesn't even get made. It's just so right. – it's not even that it's an egregious miss. It's that the, the, the window now is so wide. There's no explanation of what the rule really is in real life because it's just it's just chaos. It's just absolute chaos. And people right. are going to get it's hurt. almost like they're making it up on the fly. Yep, exactly. <laughs> people are going to get hurt seriously with this kind of stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And speaking of flags, I think um, – I don't know if anybody missed it uh, before my call, but I think we played a – a, a solid, clean game. Like, not many offsides, not many holds. You know, just I think we just play disciplined football, and uh, I just think these guys ready to win, man. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Ash, are you ready? For, are you ready to win? I I think I might be prepared for that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I'm prepared. <laughs> I don't know how, if I know how it's gonna feel. Like, I <laughs> yeah. This, this felt weird today. Like, right. Honestly, I was like, am I having a heart attack? Wait, is this what pride feels right. like? <laughs> and, speak, and speaking of the halftime, halftime, we, we, we have a, a team shut out at zero. I'm like, am I watching the Lions? <laughs> I'm like, this is, I'm in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> is this the Detroit Lions? Am I watching CFL? What's going on? Is this PC? <laughs> I heard they have a good quarterback. <laughs> Oh, but but the third quarter now, now now be truthful. The third quarter where you sweating a little bit, like oh, this is here are the lions that I know of past, or where you like oh, we good, we good. No, no, not at all, not me. 
<laughs> I couldn't. I tried. I, I couldn't. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That, that third quarter was rough. Not, not, right. Not even the trickle of sweat can't die, huh? No. Oh, no. 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 I'm still on tiki time, brother, for my, for my weekend getaway. Right. Like, it's all good. Right? <laughs> right. I think third quarter was like they were playing not to lose. I was like, where's the aggressive? Like, where's the sacks? Where's the, and it, we just, we just let up. I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, you got to think it's hard to keep that kind of intensity for a whole game. I mean, it, it really is. You don't right. see, I, I don't, I, I think about other teams. It's rare actually that I see a team keep the kind of intensity that the lions had for four quarters and you'll see some games where it happens. Right. right? But even, I mean, look at, look yeah. at the, the, the Super Bowl with Atlanta's just absolute collapse at the in the fourth quarter to the the uh, Patriots well, it was a couple five six years ago whatever I mean right. that's that's a Super Bowl team that had that kind of collapse it's just hard right. man it's really really hard to to kind of keep that and even right. even with right. the guys well, I'm, we I'm had, glad we, we we didn't fold right I'm you glad I mean? we had um I'm glad we had another quarter to fix it and say all right let's kick it back up a notch you know we had our rest and. Let's get back to it, you know. Yeah. And I just think we got we got a dog ass offense that can hang with any team in the league right now. Yeah, they the 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 old line seems would have folded. The old line seems would have folded. They would have oh, got yeah. scared and said, "Oh, here we go again," and 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 just fell fell right. off a cliff. And this team said, "No, uh, uh-uh. uh, we're gonna go kick somebody's ass." And they did, and they did. And 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 let's just riverboat right. Ron and that two point conversion. I want what he's on. <laughs> I mean, we sell the CBD, right? But it, it, it ain't nearly as good as what the fuck he was doing because that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen a coach do in a long time. And thank God it wasn't Dan right. Campbell. <laughs> yep, exactly. I know. I know. Right? Ron, genius coach. Right. Something mind numbingly right. dumb that puts them two scores down later. Like, unbelievable. Right. I would say, if we, I say, I would say, if we would have lost this game, I think we would have saw like Malice in the Palace part two. I think bottles would have just been thrown on the field Ooh. and just it just would have been over. <laughs> yeah, to, to have lost this game would have been to have lost our coach. <laughs> I'm serious. <Right. laughs> they, they, they could have won six games after that, right? And I don't think that I mean, right. he would never have shaken it. He never, ever would have shaken that. That was that was a precarious spot, unfortunately. Because I think Campbell's a great coach and he de- would deserve better. But had they given up this game and lost it today, I don't know that ever he would have recovered or anybody would ever, you know, they go win a Super Bowl and all of a sudden you have a game where you look like it, it's coming right back up. You know what I mean? It, it's something that no right. one he wouldn't have lived down. It would have sucked. Oof. Right. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but go Lions. One yeah, pride man. all yeah. day. All day. All right. Mo from the creek. You get down there. You watch some crawfish for us, okay? <laughs> What's your one thing? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> They're battling in the creek. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. All right, well, be good, brother. <laughs> All right, take me. Right. Oh man, love it. The only reason the defensive thing was a huge issue is because the offense stopped moving the ball. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yep. they they could give up twenty one points in the second half. It just the fact that the offense suddenly started going three and out after having been fairly consistently moving the ball the whole game. Also, like that's that's the reason. Yes, I'm, yep. I am the most excitable man on the internet. Oh, <laughs> calm down, <laughs> calm down, Ash. 
Hey, Tell caller. Down. Let's let's get let's get let's get some CBC action going on right now. Hey, caller, what's your name? How much you had to drink? Scott, nothing today. Can't drink. I'm a, I'm a Detroit sports fan. I'd be an alcoholic with the last 10 years. <laughs> how um, you doing, Scott? What, what I'm calling about is, how is it Jared Goff's fault? He got four touchdowns today, and he played remarkably good for a Lions quarterback. We wow. ran Stafford out of town because he wasn't good enough. Now golf's not good enough. Both of them have been to a Super Bowl. Our best two defensive players didn't play most of the second half, but somehow it's it's Jared Golf's fault. How does this happen in Detroit every single year? That no matter what the quarterback does, we're going to blame him for everything. It, <laughs> because when you say that not every throw he made was perfect, that is always going to be true because no quarterback is ever perfect. Like there's seventy percent of the time they're perfect every time. You know what I mean? Like it's it's an unre- it's a, it's an unrealistic expectation to ever ever expect. It's that a real unrealistic. Unrealistic for anybody in Detroit ever to say the quarterback played well. Yeah, <laughs> because hey. I, I think that's not of all the things that happened today. I think that was the least of our problems that the quarterback actually played good. I think the real question is how can you not drink with golf? I mean, they, they go together hundred percent, right? Jameson Hennessy would know <laughs> Scott, Scott's saying, oh, my liver can't do this. What are you talking about? <laughs> all right, Scott, we're going to let you go. The calls are coming hot and heavy. We're going to try to get through them all. We're, uh, we're bumping through. Thank you, that, uh, thank you, man, I, for calling. I again. guess I said the wrong thing, huh? I guess what? I said the wrong thing. And no, I, no, I didn't no. agree with you guys, so I guess I get caught. No, Thanks. no. God. So sensitive these days. I agree with you 100%. That just means I don't have any comments to make on the subject. <laughs> it's, it, it is a little bit more difficult when you're agreeing with somebody 100%. Hey, caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink? Say something we agree with so we can get rid of you. <laughs> oh shit bad day for me to get uh it's john from charlotte and i've had half a case of mango cart which makes for a nice easy watching experience mm-hmm. i was coming to argue with ash i guess him you agree with chris i'll speak to you then uh i think this season is the season of the coaching staff which you've been preaching a lot and we got to see on hard knocks and i think these first two games this coaching staff doing i think what they said they would do and where do they come short it's not coaching it's talent like riz has said imagine giving this coaching staff more talent which is what brad holmes seems like he's absolutely doing over two years that's a a fucking great trajectory isn't it yeah i want ash to answer that uh yeah that is the trajectory i would love to see uh honestly like i've always said there is no rebuild that should ever take more than three years and we are seeing what i'm talking about if you are doing it right and you have the right people it no roster is so bad in the nfl that you can't make it like halfway decent in two off seasons you know what i mean like because because we had oh, that's trash we had a garbage roster with way too many high salaries right? no ability We're, to resign anything yeah. and also had to get rid of the one good player we had we're basically you know I mean? up to halfway. Decent. And here we are. I do, uh, I know exactly you know, what you mean. one win, one loss, second year. 
put up 70 points well, in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, the offense is putting up points, exactly. What I think – So, oh, I mean, Ash, my challenge for you is I wanted to call – because, like, I owe, I owe Sam and Mea Culpa for many years of defending Patricia when he was shitting on him. So uh, he's not here today, but you, you Ash, need to up your uh, your background game because I miss uh, Sandman's beautiful uh, <laughs> picture there. And uh, I, <laughs> I also want to say I, don't, I, <laughs> I haven't been following the show the whole time, but uh, did we pitch the Slack? Because for $5 a month, I don't know that I can claim it's the smartest uh, place on the internet anymore vis-a-vis some things that have happened, but it's definitely <laughs> the best game day experience you can go through because the Slack kills it during every Sunday's game, and that alone is well worth the $5 price admission, right? You are right. You're absolutely right. I couldn't agree with the caller more today. I knew it was going to say something. So there it is. There's my, there's my call for what you'll agree with. It's that right there. So, yes, get in on that because – what a fun – like if you were – I mean I'm sure watching the game was an up-and-down Cardiac Hats experience, and I don't know another team that can be up two scores in the fourth down and everyone thinks we're going to lose uh, other than us, uh, but we didn't. And so if you were there in the slack, you got way more enjoyment than just sitting on your couch. That's my pitch, uh, and that's that's my 10 cents. Thanks, guys. There you go. Thank you, brother. Have go a Lions. good one. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll see Peace you. Out. That's all I got to do. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Get access to Slack for as little as a $5 donation a month. It's awesome. Awesome place to hang out. I still think it's the most intelligent Lions chat on the internet, but it is definitely one hell of a game day experience. Really quick, uh, we, we get the thing where folks are calling him Jared Golf. Um, <laughs> from from now on, when that happens, the people in the chat, just you got to start yelling nine iron. Okay. So when, when, you, when you hear that in the comments, nine iron, nine iron in the chat, nine iron, nine iron. Uh, when we hear the golf. <laughs> And I will say, when the slack isn't being smart, it's at least being fun. Yes, yes. And okay, so really quick for Nine Iron, uh, <laughs> for the request in the in the chat we had uh, for the the picture I put up really quick. This is Sandman's picture when his camera is down. Um, can we just put my lips on that? <laughs> well, you're the one that's sitting behind it, man. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> we'll have to investigate this technology for next week or for next time I'm on. <laughs> All right. Hey, caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink? Oh, hey, man, it's Joe. Uh, not a big fan of the alcohol. I uh, get my buzz the other way. So Smart man. That's a good man. Take care of yourself. Be healthy. Whatever you do. So you get out of trans- Don't drive when you imbibe, but ensure to imbibe where it makes you, gives you the release that you need. How you doing, man? <laughs> yeah, man, I'm just calling to say I, I'm, you know, happy as hell that they won. Uh, you know, the, the old Lions fan of me from, you know, the last 25 years was, Getting a little antsy there in that third quarter, you We're know, doom and gloom, and then <laughs> feeling. Then it. they actually uh, turned it around, so I was pretty happy with that. And going by what uh, Campbell said last week uh, about they're going to get better, well, they got better, and I think they're going to get even better still. So something positive to look forward to. Yeah, no, I think I, I look, I, I think again the team we the team we saw today. Two out of five starting offensive linemen. Dan Skipper stepping up. I mean, you never heard Dan Skipper's name once in this game. Not one time. Well, no, I think there was one time, but it was actually positive, which which is rare for, for a guard. But Dan Skipper just just did his job today to the T. Decker, no flags on Decker, right? Rags is out. He had uh, Evan Brown in there who just, again, 
just did it. Didn't hear his name at all. Stenberg, we heard his name a couple of times. And then, you know, again, when you hear the name, it isn't great for an offensive lineman. But uh, Panay out there, they, they friggin' did it. I mean, that line, Hank Fraley's boys went out and made Hank and everybody on this team proud. Gave old nine iron great a shot. shot. Yep. Um, Hawk, you know. And, and they were well over 100 yards again, right? Yeah. 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 Um, Hawk didn't have the connection with Goff. With nine iron today wasn't that great, uh, but they 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 were able to put it together. There was you know they at the end of the game when it got yeah, really, really tight, to do, yep. yeah, made some real nice yep. catches. Big one for like twenty five over the middle or something. Um, it was, I'd like to see a little more of a chart, but he yeah. made a play or two as well. So yep, yep. Um, love what I saw. This offense again, thirty six points. Right, we knew this team before the Crazy. season. We talked yeah. about it. They had to score. They had to score. And um, with the defense we had, the defense looked great in that first quarter. They looked, or the first half, they looked great in that first half. Um, second half, though, we knew it, they were who we knew they were. And um, for the offensive line to give us this, the, the, the 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 performance they did, the wideouts not to give up. Okuda goes out, has to get you know. He, I'm certain he got a uh, IV fluids in the in the locker room when he was when he was right. gone. Right. But he came back and. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be talking a little bit more as we go on this year about the the story arc and this comeback of Jeff Okuda and his career because this is a guy, God, he deserves he continues to play like this, right? He deserves a ass ton of praise because he has fought uphill since basically day one when he when he stared Matt Patricia in the face. Um, he's fought uphill in his career, <laughs> yep. and and he has not given up. And this comeback, when anyone else nervous when he went down hurt? I mean, I mean, well, on that oh, play, man, I was bummed. Yeah, I, right away, bummed for him. I watched that play. I was like, oh man, Okuda made a business yep. decision there yep. because because the run came inside, and he kind of stopped and kind of flopped his body at the side, right? And, and I was like, he could have come in front of him. But he's a, a, a quick moving player. It was going to be a massive collision, right? And uh, I was like, oh, he just kind of threw himself at his legs from the side and, and kind of hoped to slow him down. And that was it. And then he was injured. And then I saw, and that I'm, I'm, I'm certain that that's why he, he his tackle looked like that. But I was I was sad because I thought he had he wasn't putting the effort in. And it winds up he was he was injured there. So Okuda with a cramp comes yeah. back, plays it out, looks good. Um, if you've ever had a cramp, you know, those things ache for a while. I mean, there's there's definitely recovery time on that, but I wouldn't expect him to miss next week with a with a calf cramp. Would you, Ash? No. I don't think there's any way. Get that Charlie Yeah, I, I think he's good. But. Hey, all right, man. I'll let you go and get to another caller. Uh, love listening to you guys, man. You're great. Been listening since day one, so keep up the good work. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much. All right. Man, that's great. Good stuff. Good stuff. Love our callers. All right. So what do we got? Okuda's out with a little bit of pain, but he'll be back. Uh, good game. We got um, offensive line. We've got nine iron. Didn't he played fine? I, I would, you know, people say he's not going to win you a game or lose you a game. He was more towards win you a game today because he made some pretty good throws. He missed some yeah. as well, but that's what quarterbacks do that. He made some clutch throws at clutch moments, though. To, to keep this game, keep this team on top in this game. I 100% agree with that. Um, the, the second half, why, why can't they play the, the whole game like that? We talked about that a little bit, Mark. It's, it's the, no team 
really or the teams rarely play a full game at that level. The meltdown of the Falcons in the Super Bowl is a great example of that. I mean, it's a Super Bowl caliber team. They made it to the Super Bowl. No questions asked. And everybody thought they had it won. And they couldn't continue to play at that level. It's it's a game where both teams have a say. Both teams are getting paid. And, um, you know, everybody gets to adjust and do what they do. It's 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 really, really hard to get four quarters of domination on another team. It just rarely happens in the NFL. Um, there you go, Ash. <laughs> Rarely happens in the NFL. So. Ask and ye shall receive, people. Yep. <laughs> For those of you on the audio podcast, this would be a good time to stop doing that and uh, instead head to our YouTube channel where you should like and subscribe this video. <laughs> Don H, I feel like this is the floor for the Lions offense. With that many, many, in, with that many injuries, et cetera, on O, and being able to put 36 against a formidable D line, especially with his O line, uh, it's great to see. Just wait when guys like JMO hit the field. Yeah, man, that's you put a player like JMO on the field. If he's what he is, and I think he is, that's a lot of is's. Um, this just I mean, who's the guy that falls off? Who's the guy? We were talking about DJ Chark is the guy that falls off your you're, right now, yeah, I mean, that's a guy to put that guy falling off the starting roster. Then that tells you you got a pretty good group of receivers out there. Yeah, that's not a bad fourth option. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh man, Sunday ticket, Directv, AT and T, and Directv just need to go out of business, and their executives yeah. need to be. Perp walk. I feel. I feel bad. This is one of the few. This is like the only streaming thing where I feel bad for Americans because the Canadian version it has its issues, but it is so much better. Like I don't lose the game. You know what I mean? Like they don't have all the cool stuff, like you know, coaches film and all that. Like they just stream the game and hold the game there and do their own. Like that's all Sunday Ticket does. Sunday Ticket just streams the game six hours. Always ahead in the Slack. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's every single time. Six hours a week is all that thing is supposed to be running for, and they can't make that work. And I'm, I'm going to yep. tell you, there's some great things out there. Sports Urge, maybe you can you could look for that. They'll find you a way to see the games without spending a dime on a service. And I, and, and with DirecTV, I just will actively like again. I think they need to perp walk those executives, and I think they need to go ahead and just uh, make sure that they're completely un- un- unemployable at this point because they've created a crap service that treated customers poorly and AT&T the same boat they're garbage they're garbage um yeah. well, anyway we're at the point on that one where like when you have a contract that you're locked into and you have been told that your contract will not be extended the level of effort and quality of work that you put in is always going to be above what we saw today from direct tv yep Yep. That's the. I think the NFL may have done a bad job of managing this situation because they're like they, they know there's no way they're coming back, and this cash cow is dead, and everyone is losing their job. Like they're because it's not like they have something else they can move to streaming wise where it's going to matter, you know. But yeah, like it's to give people the level of service that they got today is just unacceptable. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 really bad. So anyway, that's that. Forget them, let them rot, and uh, don't let those people work again that have created such a terrible customer experience. I, I used to pay for that, and I can't anymore. It's just it's just ridiculous. And and I recommend, you know, I'm one that wants to pay for my media when I can, but when they create these situations like this, there's there's better ways. There's there's better ways, right, to get it that are free. And you, you push your users to do that because you've created a poor service and barrier to entry. So there you go. Get what you deserve. 
All right, let's see what we got here. Hey, caller, what's your name and how much have you had to drink? Sorry? Hi, caller, what's your name and how much have you had to drink? I was trying to get to the Lions post-game show. You got it, brother. All right. How you doing? Good, how are you? Good. What do you got? What do you want to talk about? Uh, honestly, I... I thought it was just to listen. I apologize. Oh, no, no. It's all good. It's all good, bro. You, what did you think of the game okay, today? Okay, sorry. No, it's cool. What did you think of the game today? It was awesome. We just left. That was fantastic. Were you there? They looked, uh, they looked really, really strong. Yeah, we were there. Oh, sweet. Where'd you um, sit? The defense was fantastic first half. Offense played really well, too. I don't know the last time I saw them up by 15, 20 points ever. Um, third quarter, of course, come out and lost a little bit of the momentum crowd did too yeah. but um, I, i'd say overall you know i don't know it looks like hutch might be uh, a little beat up he, he looked pretty winded and kind of concerned there see what happens uh what they what they report on him this week but no, all in all it was a great game really really nice to see him start to finish yeah 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 for sure you guys heading home now yeah heading back home cool 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 any plans for dinner all right. Well, hey, thank you. Yeah. All right, brother. Have a good one. We'll see you. Yeah, you too. <laughs> you plans for dinner? <laughs> you keep asking me to move. <laughs> oh, man. That's fun stuff. There's <laughs> fun. <laughs> Every now and then, you know, like I like to, this is my thing. It was funny because we just spent the weekend down at the beach just to kind of get away for a little bit. Uh, for our anniversary, and and I, I realized I can't finally was able to put it into words. I like inserting myself into people's story, like uh, inadvertently. Like this guy, he's like he just wanted to listen to the show, and he accidentally called in, right? And I'm just like, yep. hey, so what's for dinner? <laughs> just like, <laughs> I do, but <laughs> I just love doing that because people just like you know, it's like, wow, okay. <laughs> anyway, lots of fun, lots of fun. All right. Um, let's see really quick. We want to talk about, do we talk about everything? Bobby Price made me mad. Did you do Dan Skipper, superstar? Any, any other questions about that? Got to tell you, um, new shoes coming out. If you haven't seen them yet, um, they will be coming very soon. Nike did, does a special shoe set every year, Lions and other teams. Uh, check out fanatics.detroitlionspodcast.com. The sneaks are the bomb. They've got some other really, really good stuff coming as well. It's a great way to support the show by doing something you're going to do anyway. Get your your Hutch jersey, whatever jersey you want. Get your Lions blanket, all that. Fanatics.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Hey, caller, what's your name and how much have you had to drink? My name's Ben. I've had quite a few. Awesome. Awesome. What were we drinking today? Uh, just going on bush light. Oh, that's cool. That's good. No, no. Those those bush lights keep you yep. strong. Keep the hair on your back and everything. Responsible man. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got for us, brother? Well, I just, uh, yeah, had a great time with the game. I had buddies over. Um, we were like celebratory drinking in the first half, right? It was just, yeah. haven't seen this before. You know, like, or when's the last time you've seen this? They're taking off. They're owning this game. It was awesome. And then, uh, Second half, it started to be a little more of the stress drinking, right? It was, uh, <laughs> was kind of cool, but uh, I just uh, I wanted to give some props. Uh, you know, we talked about offense, defense a lot. Goff gets brought up, but how about the special teams? You know, Dave mm-hmm. Fifth had those guys going. They were, you know, the kick coverage was great. You know, making kicks, everything. I thought it was, you know, got to give credit where credit's due there, right? 
for reals, for reals. Oh man, yeah, no, good, good team game today. Um, no one gave up. They played through some injuries. It it speaks to the heart and t- talks about who this team is and who the the Dan Campbell Lions are. And very quietly, you get that mixture of the ability to kind of sniff out talent up and down from UDFA yep. all the way up to to you know first round pick that Holmes has to give Campbell the yep. right people to work with. There's there's a, there's a connection there that you know Holmes quietly doing his thing. Campbell making it work, and that exactly. connection is really, really strong. They they work very, very well together, and they feed each other very well. I, I for sure, I'm so impressed how how this is working. We'll see, we'll see more. A lot, sure. lot to go on. I mean, do you yeah. uh, have you been walking around without Absolutely. pants after the game? I uh, you know it. I was getting there in the first half. They they almost came off, but uh, you know that might have been awkward for my buddies, but. There they almost went, you know. I just had this feeling of like uh, I was going to be walking around with any pants on. That's right, you and me. But go ahead, sorry. <laughs> but then they would have seen these, you know. Oh yeah, these nuts. Thank you so much for saying. They would have seen that. There it is. Yeah, good job, Chris. So yeah. I got one for you too. It kind of slipped out when uh, when they went for it when they were in the red zone there the second time, and I was like, oh, we're here we go. You know, always questions come up when Camel gets aggressive, but. I kind of slipped it out because I'd been drinking it. I was like, oh, we're tambling again. <laughs> I kind of like that. So you take that if you want. Just take that and use that. We're tambling. I meant to say gambling, but kind of camble, gamble, all slipped together there. And yeah. yeah. So that's what we're using now. We're calling it, we're calling it gambling. You take that or leave that if you want it. No, that's good. <laughs> we, we used to, we used to think of it as, as like uh, Danalytics or Campbellytics. Right when he we, when we thought there was you know he was running some of the percentages but it could just be gambling, straight up rolling the dice. Yeah, for sure. Riverboat Ron, Campbell, <laughs> and Dan. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I like it. I like it. All right, all right, brother. Well, I appreciate the call, man. I right, love you guys. Love yeah, you too, love man. You guys. You too, man. Show. Thanks a lot. Continue watch the show here and have a good one, guys. You too, brother. Day. Be well. All right, man. That's awesome. All right, guys, uh, gals, guys, the whole the whole ball of wax. If you get a chance, we'd say this. We guys, one ski or once a show. Hit the like button. It's really easy to do. Go down and hit the little button at the bottom. We appreciate when you do it. It helps other people find the show. It helps us keep doing our thing and growing and getting better. And also, if you really feel it, hit the subscribe button. Subscribe to the show, and uh, you get notified of all the different times we're coming on. We'll have a big announcement for you on Tuesday with somebody you know coming in to help out and do a whole bunch more content on the channel to keep things fun, interesting, and exciting for Lions fans all year long and after the season. It's a uh, it's kind of a long-term thing. You guys are really going to be excited, and it's it's going to be top-quality stuff. So with all that, Ash, let's uh, let's get your roundup. What's your roundup on the, the game today? Uh, Will Harris was covering people as well as you can cover somebody and have a pass still get completed, and people really need to lay off. Like, honestly, the move to corner is going exceptionally well at the time frame we're at at this point. Like, Will Harris is not the reason we lost this game. Or won this game, I should say. (laughs) He was not the reason everything went to hell. Like, just straight up, not true. If you actually watch what he was doing, he was all over every single one of those guys who was making those catches and doing everything short of actually breaking up the pass which given that this is his second game as a cornerback in the NFL, where frankly, this isn't a spot where you learn how to do new things, particularly in the league. It, uh, he is on pace to have a career renaissance to be totally blunt about it. 
Yeah. Like that's that that is impressive. The transition that he has done in a single off season from never doing something to being like reasonably decent at it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, no, he got the interception today, which like if we can just get Tracy Walker to take all of those things he doesn't catch and bat them over to Will Harris, apparently we'll get a lot more turnovers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Did anyone? Oh, yeah. Jared. Oh, thanks. Uh, we got a, a, a commodes fan here who's actually a really class dude. Jared, what did Riverboat Ron say about going for two? Because I'm really, really interested in that. Um, I said he doesn't watch pressers. Uh, okay, win or lose. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, we're down with that. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Uh, one other thing to talk about Amazon at DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Amazon at DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Go there. You hit, it'll take you right to Amazon. It just sets a little cookie in your browser so that they give us credit for sending you over. And you can do all your shopping. They kick us a little kickback. Keep it out of the bald man's hands, that Bezos guy. Keep him from buying the Detroit Lions. That's not his bald man. No, not that guy. Different bald man. Um, Put it in mind. <laughs> There's nothing. To Give me your money. People. I mean, look, we, you know, other than Bezos, really think about all the strength and baldness in Detroit Lions area. We've got Ash. We've got Dan Skipper. We've got all the best, right? Amazon.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Hook us up and rock and roll. All right. Let's see. We've got all that. Buccaneers, the real deal. Wow. Kurt. Yeah. You know, they're Shock winning the season. And, uh, and Brady's gets Wednesdays off now. <laughs> What a play. Nice kick if you can get it, man. Here it is. Thank you, Don H. Dating back to last season, the Lions have scored touchdowns in 11 consecutive quarters, which is the longest active streak in the NFL, and a new franchise record. Again, another one for Jared Goff that uh, was unattained by former Lions quarterback Matthew Stafford. I think we we know who the real quality quarterback is. I'm telling you, if Jared Goff... If Nine Iron wins a a playoff game, it's going to be <laughs> such a wild conversation about who's better, right? Because you you want to say Stafford, you one hundred percent want to say Stafford, but Nine Iron wins that that playoff game. He did what Staff couldn't do. I mean, Staff couldn't even sell Little Caesars until he left town, right? I mean, he couldn't sell a pizza, yep. $5 pizza, until he left town. Um, yeah, no, that's interesting. That's going to be interesting. And I, I I'm, I'm, I'm can't wait to have that conversation. I'm looking forward to it, too. I, I will happily do a post-game show on the Super Bowl in, in the event that that's required. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be a party. Get your plane ticket, buddy, because we're going to be we're going to be lighting the place on fire. Hmm, Uptown Girl don't know what it's seeing yet. <laughs> we'll take the big stage over there. <laughs> All I right. We'll get on a plane and go for that. <laughs> we've got a big show on Tuesday. Don't forget, we've got a great guest coming. I don't want to tell you who it is because he's going to help join us and help us do a whole bunch of content. We're going to be close to five days a week of content going on here. Or Oh, closer to seven actually but we will have a ton of content coming your way lions content good stuff from somebody you know and respect and love in the uh in the space of lions coverage it's going to be really really good you guys will love it well then it must not be me well, you could be <laughs> <laughs> uh elizabeth i love golf you know what i do too me too i do too i love yep. and, and no homo the thing the thing well, maybe maybe little or whatever you know the thing about Somewhere Jared Goff that nobody gives him credit for is how great of a person he is. They always just want to talk about, hey, he's a mediocre, kind of talent quarterback, whatever. But I mean, before he even took a snap in Detroit, 
he was establishing a charity. He's and he's a guy who low key just has a giant heart and 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 then doesn't talk about how big his heart is because he's he's very kind of quiet to himself, doesn't want doesn't do the whole Hollywood thing. He's just a good guy. He really is. Uh Jameson Nine Iron. Off you go. Um Let's see. To be fair, Stafford never had a running game, but one year, and then he get taken away from them by Dallas and stupid referee crew. Um, yeah, we'll see. Nine Iron has a heart of iron. <laughs> All right, with that, let's call it a week, Rash. I appreciate your roundup. I think we got a lot coming from this team. I love. I'm my big takeaway here is is the MVP of this game is Hank Fraley, because Hank Fraley yeah. set up that offense to to be able to score with two out of five starters and. Uh, that's just gigantic. That's just gigantic. Spent all last week looking at Twitter, people going, Ben Johnson's run game is great. And I'm like, no, 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 no. No, stop talking. Yep. Yeah. Hank Fraley's run game is great. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. You know, you know, you know. We'll have more. All right. What do you do? Head on over to Patreon, patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. We look for your involvement, and you can be involved in the smartest, most intelligent Lions chat on the internet and the very best game day experience, as attested to by one of our callers today. Go to patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. You'll get access for as little as $5 a month on your donation there. Uh, you'll get access to the Slack chat. You just set up a donation. That's how we kind of pay for all the stuff we do, the, the servers and all the other stuff. And we uh, we use that to push ourselves to do more and better all the time. So if you get access to the Slack, you get a great piece of uh, interactivity with Ash, myself, Riz. We're all there. It's a great place to hang out. So uh, get in there. Hang it out. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast. Also follow us on Twitter at D-E-T Lions Podcast. D-E-T Lions Podcast. The very best place to see all of us. Tiki timed and pants free. Wonderfully. Give us a call on Skype. It's Detroit Lions Podcast. All one word. Or call us in the Lions line at 929-33-LIONS. It's 929-335-4667. Give us a call. Leave a message. We appreciate that. We'll get you on the show. A little bit of drinks beforehand are always fun, but you can just be silly, whatever. We'll take your we'll take your calls. We'll put them on the weekly show, and it's a lot of fun. Also, go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Subscribe to the podcast. Why would you want to do that, Ash? So that we could show up weekly. In your ear holes. That's, that's right. Automagically. <laughs> you are just making it so I cannot play anything on that. That's fine. <laughs> Game ball the skipper. That's right, Brandon. Let's do this. Um, let's see. What else do we get? We got. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you. We'll see you next time on the Detroit Lions podcast. Remember, no pants, no toasters, no hot tubs, no problems because we're your Detroit Lions and your Reddit connection. Let's get it off. <laughs> Final seconds winding down, and look at that. How big is that? Chris and Case out of time. Pack the bag, start the plane. This show is over. You've had enough of that shit.